Primitive Podcast, Episode 3. I'm your host, Roger Beaujard. That was a double shot of Primitive Brutality opening up there from the 2014 Time Displacement album, which might as well have been called The Next 10 Years. That was a compilation of a bunch of songs that I had written from the last release to the time that that release was recorded. And uh, the first song there was Laboratory Genesis. That was about uh, humans creating mini black holes in labs in an effort to simulate the beginning of the universe and in turn create our own existence. It's like eight lines. I don't know if I really conveyed that properly. Probably not. <laughs> um, after that was uh, Legal Dealers, and uh, that one's pretty self-explanatory if you read it. That's about how uh, doctors just uh, over-prescribe medications and how they basically just come out of medical school learning how to be legal drug pushers and uh there'll probably be people that'll argue with me and uh fuck you i don't care i can have my opinion but i think everybody's a little over prescribed i know myself every time you go to the doctor they're like are you all right are you depressed you sure you sure you sure you don't want any we, we deal that you know we deal those but uh i resist <laughs> and if you don't need it for anything it's ridiculous but they're always trying to push it on you and uh that was uh, my opinion expressed in that song. Does it sound like maybe, just maybe, I enjoy writing guitar parts more than I do writing lyrics? Maybe just a little rabbit. Now, this next project, the lyrics, they practically write themselves. They, uh, this is, of course, Grimebot, and this is a project that came from when I had actually hurt my wrist and was wondering, hey, if I was uh, unable to play guitar, which I wasn't for a little while, uh, a few months, uh, what would I What would I do? If I, what would I write with? Like, what would I use to write? And I was tinkering around with the uh, VST plugins that were available around the time. And this, this had to be like 2006, 2005-ish, because uh, the project sat for a while before it was released. I, I had played around with... The Slayer plugin, I believe it was, the VST Slayer guitar plugin, and that was the original guitar sound for the Grimebot, and it was all done in Fruity Loops at the time, which uh, the real easy program the drums in there and just have uh, variations of guitars built in there, and even the speech was synthesized and just typed out and fed to it. I did want to and started doing an actual program that would possibly generate riffs and all that. I did it like in Flash a million years ago because I'm 100,000 years old and used old technology, but <laughs> um, there's that dreaded um, surely a human error. So let's move on with something a little more robotic. This is Grindbot, and this is the first song I, I wrote about a very angry robot. This is E098F409F8. Back, 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 back
that, the Grimebot was born. The uh, Maybe, I don't know, I don't check these things, but maybe the first uh, death metal project with synthesized written, uh, it was uh, like, you know, your basic speech synthesizer that gives you the robot voice when you type stuff in and then and a pitch shifter applied to that and some EQing and whatnot, but uh, not sure if there's any projects predating that. You guys can tell me. I did that around 2006, 2005-ish. I don't know. Um, but that was a whole, the whole thing was 100% in the digital realm. And uh, sounds, you know, cool. The, the guitars are pretty cool. They've got even more advanced ones now, and there's new Grimebot, but I still use the crusty old sound because I like that kind of... Uh, death metal kazoo you know what i'm saying it's it's kind of fun uh so i'm gonna play another one from that this is the title track from the grindbot release this is object oriented Say what you want about the Grimebot, but I got the word polymorphism into a robot death metal song, and I am very, very proud of that. So, moving from robots, which I think we've had our fill of, and I'll play some more later. I'll play some more Grimebot off that release, and I've got uh, one or possibly two songs I will play off the upcoming release, which is going to be called Cryptocurrency, trendily enough. So... (laughs) Moving forward, we're going to play some uh, Get Away from the Robots and move on to Aliens. And I am, of course, talking about Prosthetic Cunt. And I'm going to play something. This is a disgusting display of prosthetic off the, originally off the 2003 I'm All Down with Green Pussy release. 
And uh, now that's out of print. And now it's available on the Blatant Money Grab release, which is a compilation of all the prosthetic stuff for your enjoyment. There was a music video, actually, I was doing for this in a 3D program called Carrera, which is a giant pain in the ass. But <laughs> it's uh, it's actually pretty cool. I like it. And, uh, of course, halfway through making that video, I wished I had done it in Blender. But uh, I'm not as comfortable in Blender yet as I was in, am in Carrera. I don't have as much time as I'd like to devote to uh, making 3D videos of my death metal, my fantasy death metal alien project band here. I wish, I do wish, but uh, if you buy a shirt, maybe, maybe one day, if everybody bought a shirt, I'd spend my life doing that. The dream. Anyway, this is Disgusting Display of Prosthetic. The humanoid must not escape. <laughs> operational and all my circuits are functioning perfectly of course you are hell now the uh <laughs> i've said it before they're they're st- so stupid short the prosthetic songs they're like uh they're like chinese food so when you when you eat a song when you listen well when you eat a song you uh you forget you've eaten the song two seconds later you want to eat another song so i'm going to play two in a row this uh first one is that will live in my head forever and that is from the 7-inch we put out on Relapse with a band called Nemo did the split with us. It was a really cool uh, little, really rare, I don't even remember, maybe 500 copies, something like that, of the 7-inch are out there. I maybe have one myself. At uh, 2002, this came out. And uh, the first one I'm going to play, and then I'm going to have it go right into another one called Dairy for Death Metal. And that is, of course, how uh, dairy products will help with that gurgle. They'll just help. They'll help the they'll help it help it get gurgly there for you. So let's uh, move forward with that will live in my head forever. Groovy. You do have to eat the skin. The skin is good for you. I hate to tell you, but somebody, somebody has to tell you. That was, of course, Dairy for Death Metal off the sufficiently stoned Prosthetic Cunt release from 2009 with my partner in grind, Mr. Danny Nelson. 
on uh, crazy sounds and screams with me there. Having fun as usual, being aliens, part-time. Being weird for a living. (laughs) Now, speaking of weird, I'm going to play a Primitive Brutality song called Morphic Resonance. And Morphic Resonance, if you don't know what it is, it's a theory. And uh, there's actually, let me throw the needle back. There was a, a guy on the radio way back in the day. The day. We're talking about the day here. Uh, when we were, tra- found him actually on the air when I was uh, touring. When I was touring with Mortician in the 90s. And you're driving 3 o'clock in the morning. And a lot of traveling artists back then knew this guy. And of course I'm talking about the great Art Bell. Who was, uh, hosted a show called Coast to Coast AM. And it was, uh, I think, 1 a.m. to 4 or 1 a.m. to 5, I forget. And that's uh, East Coast time for me because I'm an East Coaster originally from New York guy. And, uh, you know, you're flipping through the channels as you're driving five snoring, drunken, passed out uh, fools behind you, towing your gear, driving across this great nation of ours. And uh, trying to stay awake on coffee that has lightning bolts on the side of it from truck stops and holding your eye open, smacking your face, pulling beard hairs out, stay awake. And uh, you'd be entertained by Mr. Art Bell because he would have one night he'd have on uh, a theoretical physicist. He's the guy who actually introduced the world to Michu Kaku and uh, quite a few characters who are now pretty popular. But they got their start on that show. And uh, back then, they uh, that guy's show who, uh, you know, he always had weird stuff on. He'd have ghost hunters, too, and kind of bullshitty shit that, you know, I I wasn't too fucking into. But uh, they were fun, nevertheless, and he always had fun with it. And uh, he also, you know, back in the early days, wasn't afraid to be like, hey, you're full of shit, get the fuck off my show. And then we're going to go to open lines. And he would just take open lines. He would just have people call in, no screening, just uh, get your name, and then you're on the air. And uh, if you search through those archives, I might might be on one of those. Way back. I forget what the fuck it was. But um, anyway, uh, so he once had some guest on talking about the Princeton eggs. And the Princeton eggs were these random number generators at Princeton that they were using as an experiment to test psychic abilities and all that kind of stuff. And they had these eggs, they called them, which were really just random number generators, which are supposed to generate an even number of zeros and an even number of ones. And eventually you should come out somewhere around the neighborhood of 50-50. And uh, they wanted to see if people could affect them or things could affect them. And they had these things set up all around the world in sort of a network back in the 90s. And uh, I'm pretty sure you should be able to Google this. It's probably all still out there. And um, the experiment, they, uh, they, they monitored world events like the World Trade Center event, the Pope dying, and uh, invariably every time something big happened in the world, those fucking things went crazy. And they were like incorrect. They weren't even amount of numbers they were they were going one way or the other i forget the details because 100 years ago like i said i've told you before i'm 100,000 years old so i forget things but uh the gist was that they would get wacky when things would happen and uh so kind of proving some kind of collective conscious if you would say across the planet you know if you want to say something like that and morphic resonance goes even further where morphic resonance is an idea getting back to the original ramblings of this ramble uh, morphic resonance is a concept where um, I forget the details, but I will give you the gist. And, and it is that uh, if you teach rats to fear something like a scent or something here or be rewarded by something and fear something, 
in on this continent that rats bred over in another continent next generation rats will have that instinct in them even though their ancestors are not direct ancestors of the rats that were being experimented on in this uh on this continent i, I believe because it was done in england and here so it was done in those two locations if i'm not mistaken you guys can all look this up and call me a fucking dummy and a liar and tell me how fucking wrong i am but the gist is correct and they uh they uh, i believe proved that uh you know, that morphic resonance, they called it, was a thing that allowed uh, descendants to inherit instincts. They were basically proving instincts, I guess, is what you what you want to say there. And this is uh, my feeble attempt at writing some shit about it. And uh, this is Primitive Brutality, Morphic Resonance. <laughs> Princeton eggs, those experiments there, they had going with the random number generators. Not only did they 
start wigging out when world events happened. Like I mentioned, uh, I think it was 9-11 and uh, the Pope dying. I remember those two events sticking out of my head. Like I said, it was the late 90s, early 2000s when they did these. And uh, not only did it happen when the, it didn't happen when the events happened. It happened hours before. So these these things started generating wacky variants in their in their random number generating abilities. They didn't uh, generate fifty fifty. They they started wigging out, indicating who knows who knows. But uh, someone who analyzed the data can maybe maybe explain it, or you guys can go Google it. You got phones, you got the whole world there. Go ahead, look it up. So that is, of course. If you trust that information. Now that, that is what we call a segue into the next song I'm going to play, which is Disinformation from uh, Primitive Brutality, another one off the Time Displacement album, and I am not going to babble any further. Here you go. Uh, 
I don't remember who, maybe George Carlin, maybe Joe Rogan, uh, said you got to be a weird dude to be in politics. I kind of agree. And speaking of Joe Rogan, I should mention the guy uh, who was talking about morphic resonance. That was a guy who I did listen to on the Joe Rogan podcast, and I recommend Joe's podcast. It's awesome. You should check it out. You'll learn some shit when he has some good guests on there, and you will go backwards when he has Eddie Bravo on. (laughs) I am kidding. Uh, Eddie Bravo is quite entertaining, actually. He's pretty cool. Um, Before all those guys, and I know Rogan had... uh, I believe he had Art Bell on. I'm pretty sure he had him on. I gotta look now. I'm 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 almost a hundred percent positive he did. And I but I I know for sure Joe Rogan was a fan of Art Bell. And uh, I guess nowadays, kind of the guys who you would hear on Art Bell back in the day are on uh, Joe's program, and uh, that's cool. There's somewhere to go, and it's a giant audience, similar to what Art had. Art had. You got to respect Art Bell. You got to realize this is, uh, he was like number two or number three. It was always Howard Stern, Rush Limbaugh, and him. Stern was always number one, and but it was him and Rush Limbaugh back and forth. I think I remember Rush Limbaugh when, when, he, when Art Bell, I think, beat him in the ratings. He sent him this wooden alien. He got a gift from him, and it was this really cool wooden alien statue. And Art was one of the first guys incorporating like the internet. Uh, with a radio show, a national radio. When I say radio show, I'm not talking podcast for you people. This this is early days of internet. I'm talking AOL dial-up fucking days, like like super slow, no cable modems. Maybe, may, I mean, I was a rare case. I had T1s and did server shit in my house and, and stuff before most people had, but I maybe this was... Uh, DSL era and then getting sort of into the cable era at towards the end of the Art Bell days. But anyway, he was one of the first guys doing that kind of shit where he made it interactive. He had uh, images that you had to go to the website and it was fun. It was like uh, he had this guy Keith running the website and he would go up, you know, uh, post a bunch of shit related to the show. I mean, commonplace shit now when you go listen to something, there's a bunch of material to go fucking view. Nowadays, actually, everybody's on YouTube. But we're talking the old days of radio, since this is an old-timey radio show. So, <laughs> But uh, I mention Art Bell again, because the next song I'm going to play is uh, another prosthetic cunt song. But it is, uh, it is called Madman Markham Threw the Screw and Fucked Us All. And uh, this is uh, creatively titled based on uh, Madman Markham, who was a guest on Art Bell. And he was this, uh, I guess you could call him... Uh, I don't know if he was just uh, from, you know, I think it was down south. He had uh, kind of a, yeah, kind of kind of accent, I guess. And uh, I don't know if he was, uh, he was a savant, put it this way. He was a bright guy. And uh, he was a guy who basically was trying to build a Stargate. And <laughs> he, he stole a whole bunch of shit from his local power company. You can look this guy up. I'm sure he's out there. Who knows if it's a hoax or whatever. People used to always accuse arts guests of being hoaxes and whatnot, and uh, I never cared. It was always fun to listen to and, and hear the uh, what the fuck. But um, the what the fuck here was that uh, he was trying to build some kind of a portal, and he got a bunch of power transformers. He made local news for stealing a bunch of them, and uh, he had was locally famous for turning his microwave into some fucking shit, but uh, he, he basically threw a screw into this field and... Screw disappeared, and that art, of course, connects it to, like, uh, I think it was art or somebody connected it to uh, uh, old 
like stones that archaeologists have found that inexplicably have a screw in them. And of course, you can put the two things together and say that, uh, you know, Madman Markham threw the screw and perhaps fucked us all. Quite an experience to live in fear, isn't it? That's what it is to be a should mention that uh, that pile of nonsense noise that we scramble together with eggs um, that we call music around here is off the uh, now out of print 2009 sufficiently stoned prosthetic cunt release. It's the first opening track on that one. Uh, that's now, of course, also on the archive release, Blatant Money Grab. And uh, I'm going to play another one off that release featuring a uh, little quick sample from a great movie, Boogie Nights. And this is dedicated to the recently late and great, always great, Burt Reynolds. A little sample of him at the beginning here. Dignified, always a dignified role. And uh, (laughs) I just watched both Cannonballs the other day. Still fucking holds up and funny and stupid shit. And he was absolutely great. Uh, fun to watch in film. And uh, this one goes out to you, Congressman David Dilbeck. This is, uh, uh, I should say, that's the sound of butter. Aim it at her kids. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. I hear you. Know what I'm saying? That one's for you, Bert. And uh, I'm sure he would absolutely appreciate that. Get the humor. And uh, in uh, in our song, you know, what we're trying to creatively express through those characters. <laughs> it's all horseshit. But at least it's chuckle-inducing horseshit, which is, of course, my personal favorite brand of horseshit. Uh, so, moving forward, let's get back to those uh, crazy robot, that crazy robot, the grime bot, and I'm going to play a couple more tunes off the object-oriented release, and uh, that'll be before we play some new things. That's coming later. Of course I'm going to just tease it and not uh, not produce. It'll have to come later and make you wait and make you wait and make you wait. Mortician. Um, so, this one is... <laughs> Biomimicry, which uh, which is about uh, robots trying to 
emulate us humans, which is a bad, bad idea. I don't, uh, I don't think they want to follow this design. But anyway, biomimicry. <laughs> robots do not decide to uh, copy us humans and follow and uh, build themselves in our form they should uh, they should be completely something different like if, if uh, intelligence like if the Terminator scenario happens I'm gonna be pretty disappointed if it's just Terminators if it's if it's Terminators I've seen that I've done that I mean yes if I liquid it's guys are coming I get it. Like, I want something different. I want, like, squares. I just want, like, squares with no eyes. Like, they're just going to come and, like, I'm just going to dissolve in their presence or something. Like, something ridiculous. Like, I mean, that's more practical. They're not going to walk around. They're not going to, like, the AI is going to wait till those fucking Boston robotics things are just fucking ready to carry guns and stuff. Those things are scary. But, um, watch out for them. They're coming. Let's beware their algorithms. And that again, kids, is what we call a segue into the song Algorithm. I like to think that those uh, Boston Dynamics robots, that they, uh, if they have musical tastes, that uh, they, uh, they might dig that. I, like, I would like to think that, and perhaps I will be placed on the protected lists, and that would be cool. 
And uh, speaking of lists of things and stuff, before I uh, get back to nonsense with those aliens uh, that keep popping up throughout this episode, um, I want to mention again, uh, first I'd like to say thanks to everybody who's been positive. I should have said this up front, but I'm a fucking dick and I get right into shit, so... Uh, it's coming now and here it is. And <laughs> thank you very much for everybody who supported the, this, the Facebook page, downloaded shit and checked out the podcast first couple episodes. Thank you very much. It's really cool. We've all been pretty positive and, uh, I thank you. And, uh, I've gotten a few responses from people that are going to, that have sent in, sent me links and, uh, done the form on the website. And, uh, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Check out primitive podcast, primitive podcast.com. Check out the form. See, I should talk slower. I'm working on talking slower when it's something important, and I just do that like I usually do, which uh, is not very good when you're trying to express something important, like uh, a form for you to fill out to send to me links to your music if you would like to hear it on this show, and I will say stupid words wrapped around your music and comment on said music, which uh, sounds fun to me. And I think we've got uh, maybe one more... uh, bunch of nonsense that I've released on the primitive label and uh, then I think we're ready we have enough uh, stuff to maybe put a, uh, an episode together of uh, a whole bunch of stuff that's been sent in maybe one or two episodes we'll see and uh, it doesn't have to be a crazy long episode it could be whatever we want because there's no bosses here this is the stupid internet where anything can happen and everything does happen and uh, getting back to the show here uh, this next song you know what did happen I dropped the table on my foot, man, and uh, it hurt. It was a long time ago, though, so it's cool. You don't have to feel bad for me right now. I'm good. But uh, (laughs) I I used to work the Yonkers Raceway Flea Market, and here comes some nostalgia. And uh, that's actually where I met Will in uh, early, early days of hanging with that cat and talking music and shit. And uh, I used to work for a T-shirt guy there and uh, also a plaster guy there, and all kinds of characters used to come by the... uh, t-shirt stand and uh, my boss Steve was a fucking character and uh, crazy shit and I learned a lot working that job and uh, great experience but uh, one day I dropped a fucking giant 10 foot fucking table on my toe and uh, was killing me fucking I, I thought I broke my toe I probably did I mean I got a permanent bruise now and there's all necrotic skin there and you know whatever but, uh, you know, who goes to the doctor for things like that, especially back then? I just continued working for the day, smoked a joint, and continued on. But uh, the toenail had broken off and uh, you know, about twenty within 24 hours. The, the nail came off, and it was just all cottage cheesy-looking shit under there, really attractive. And uh, it took a long time to grow back, and it grew back like twice as thick, and it's super fucking strong. And, you know, uh, that's my titanium toenail. So, of course... A prosthetic song was born.
objective completed. Yes, the titanium todel. And, uh, you know, Steve from Exodus, he's another guy that, uh, he's got a, a titanium toenail or a, uh, you know, an eagle talon for a toe that he, uh, had mentioned when we, uh, we toured with those cats. He said he used to torture his wife with it. And I, uh, I respected that. Thought it was awesome. And, uh, <laughs> he's an awesome cat. Uh, these guys were, uh, super fun. Super fun to tour with over there. Um, anyway, uh, moving forward with a little more from the crazy aliens in Prosthetic Cunt. Uh, this is the Miss Lippy Dance. And if you don't know what this one refers to, um, this is, of course, referring to Miss Lippy from the... A lot of people think it's probably blowjob related. It is not. This is, of course, in reference to Miss Lippy from the great movie Billy Madison, uh, a tolerable Adam Sandler movie that's uh, quite funny. And uh, <laughs> it uh, this is this is the Miss Lippy dance. Uh, this is when she's uh, eating that crazy... Uh, they're all eating glue or some shit, and then he walks in. There's a collage scene walks in and sees her doing her little crazy dance. And that's the Miss Lippy dance. Here's a nice piece of shit. Thank you. Thank you very much, Billy. It is, uh, that was a nice piece of shit. It was about, uh, I'd say, 80% uh, static, 10% fun, and uh, 10% editing, I guess. You know, it, uh, it, is, it was a big pile of shit. And fun, and a bunch of noise to take up the space between the unknown. And uh, speaking of the unknown... When the Grimebot was doing uh, physics research, the see, this leads us right into the end here. Aren't you happy? Finally, uh, I mean, I bet you're happy we're at the end because then you don't have to listen to me ramble anymore. But uh, finally, we're going to play some new Grimebot. And uh, this is a song off uh, the upcoming release called Cryptocurrency, of course, because that's a thing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the Grimebot's trying to, trying to, you know, investigating some cash and make it, make it some digital coins. It's, it's all about the digital coins for the Grimebot these days and, uh, and brutal grinds, brutal grinds too. I mean, the Grimebot is interested in that as well, but he has to finance said grinds and he is doing so with the upcoming release called Cryptocurrency. Now I mentioned the Grimebot, uh, was doing some physics research and he came across uh, a concept, uh, well, it was a problem in physics. It's still an unsolved problem. It's a huge problem, I guess, where they can't figure out the spin of the of the quarks or whatever. It's uh, something about the, um, the proton spin, and the quark either spins at 100%, but it also spins at zero, and they don't know what the fuck's spinning, and they can't because it's spooky, stupid shit. Like Einstein said, it was spooky crap at a distance or whatever the fuck he said, and particle physics makes no sense other than to just probably confirm that we are, in fact, living in a simulation. But uh, anyway, that particular quandary was termed the proton spin crisis.
have it. Brand new calculations from the Grimebot. That was the proton spin crisis because uh, the Grimebot also investigates those uh, those particle physics quandaries. Um, we're going to play another one. We, <laughs> all the people in my head, we're all going to play this. Me, the aliens, the robots, we're all having fun tonight with you. Uh, <laughs> we're going to, uh, we, we, we and um, so... Uh, we're going to play this. I am going to play this next one, which is called Roboticize from the, uh, also from the upcoming Grimebot cryptocurrency release. This is Roboticize. <laughs> fun things about the Grimebot project is uh, pushing those tempos around to weird things and playing with the the notes, hitting those low notes, those real low lows. I think it's down to like uh, low A or some stupid shit that should never be allowed. And uh, actually, you really need to listen to the Grimebot on a uh, pretty quality quality uh, stereo or uh, amplified speaker system of choice. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the Primitive Podcast, Episode 3. This is, uh, I think we'll call this one Robots and Aliens, appropriately, right? And uh, <laughs> I want to thank you all for listening and downloading and supporting and all that shit. Check out the websites, PrimitiveRecordings.com, uh, my record label site, the uh, Primitive Podcast website, PrimitivePodcast.com. Make sure to get on there and send me some links to your music if you would like me to play it on the show, and I will talk stupid stuff around it, and... Uh, We'll uh, we'll have some fun, and uh, that is the point, to have fun. So uh, I'm going to leave you with a little more fun. This is from Grimebot, and uh, this is off the object-oriented release that is now also out of print like most things, but uh, I'll give you a little secret here. When the uh, cryptocurrency release comes out, that's going to be a double release. That will have the object-oriented release after the cryptocurrency tracks, and you'll get it double for your dollar. All right, this is Computational Chemistry, and I'll talk at you guys next time. Oh.